to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through another week, so put on a swimsuit and let your cares melt away in acid. Wait, Wait. I was told this was a hot tub. I thought we fixed the acid. (laughs) It's the hottest tub you have ever imagined. (laughs) Strong enough for a man, but pH balanced to eat through human flesh. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure it could even get through Life Bubble. No I problem. Th- I thought this was the Rocks Fall Everyone Dies episode. Oh, don't get ahead of me now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, we left on quite an interesting point last time. You guys had fought this giant stone crystal monster and had if I recall correctly, to finish it, off, finish it off, shot a bunch of acid in its different collective shoulder joints until it dropped, hit the ground. And as everyone picked themselves up, they're like, finally, we made it. It started to glow. And uh, I, I called for a reflex save, but we'll get to that in a minute because we're not there yet. Yeah. We're not it's, there it's, yet. It's trying to have its revenge. We blew it up first, and now <laughs> it's going to blow up too. How the tables have turned. Hmm. Yes, yes. But before we get into how badly I kill you, mm-hmm. we first have a couple things to discuss, right? Okay. Oh. First, everyone here has leveled up. Yay! Yes! Oh my god, I'm so happy. Finally level five. The level that actually is awesome. The first yes. starting awesome level. Oh, the other I'm ones so are build up. Now it's awesome time. <laughs> See why so many things cry. happen at level five. You got so the ability things. score increases. Yes. Um, you got a bunch of cool new abilities I love yes. to learn about. And uh, I know Jeff, he like has his character mapped out to level 20 already. So <laughs> he has refined this and level five is like the first milestone of his build. This is the beginning of the end for everyone that Adam brings against <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm just going to have to create a clone of your character and then you two fight. <laughs> no, not Negascriff. <laughs> yes, it's mirror match. I know you said something, but all I heard was take a 10 minute AFK while Jeff geeks out about his power armor build. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go do some dailies on an MMO. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, so, so I immediately take an eight hour break, Adam, so I can build my armor. Yeah, good luck with that. Scriff's like, I, I feel something, something deep inside. I need to go work on this. Okay, now break out singing. <laughs> I, I felt it coming. You're about to Disney movie that. Like, <laughs> I can feel it coming on. Oh. Entire scene as Griff is just putting his armor together. That'd be amazing. Birds start landing on my fur. Sorry, the only musical I think I can pull off right now is the producers. <laughs> Which is a good one. So, uh, OG or the remake? The remake, because, you know, the musical. The OG is not really a musical. It's about a musical, but it doesn't doesn't have its own self-contained numbers. So right. the OG's got some good stuff. I, I re- recently re-watched that with a friend who's, you know, diehard, you know, OG uh, Gene Wilder is, is the best. And I do, I concede that Gene Wilder is probably, like, capturing something in that role that Broderick didn't. But I still prefer uh, Nathan Lane to, um, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Zero Mostel. All due respect to the man. I just watched the more recent one not long ago, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I I feel you on that. So 
I don't want to get into the entirety of your characters, like what you got from this level, but like, how about you give me the highlight? Just real quick, just the highlight. Jeff, uh, go ahead. About, yeah, yeah. Pawns, what'd you get? Oh, you want me? Okay. Yeah, Pawns. Mm. Yeah, mine's really fast. Uh, more power for the Mind Thrust. I took a cool yes. spell at level one that does damage to anything that attacks you, basically. And that damage is equal to Ooh. the level. So it actually scales pretty well if uh, I put it on a, on a tank. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, my features weren't anything too crazy it's just like even more bonuses to skill checks and stuff like that um nice so that's those well, are kind of the mystic, main things there the bumps in those are very important so oh yeah no my skill checks are gonna be insane like my perception is plus 14 or something now oh my gosh yeah You're... i see everything everything <laughs> yeah that's mostly okay it, 5e what you got congratulations you have successfully patched your update for your NR robotic protective unit. Your <laughs> unit will now be stronger, faster, more able to easily adapt to incoming situations. Uh, so in short, <laughs> that's the whole what? recap. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some ability in increases. Um, let's see, what is it? Glimpse the truth is a neat little operative Ooh. exploit. It allows oh. me to burn resolve to have um, true seeing for a limited amount of time. I can't remember Ooh. if it's a, a minute or a round, but... You finally get to see all those invisible things that you guys haven't for a while. Yep. Like you guys have stuff around you at all times. You just haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might be for the best. Really, you're seriously haunted. My my teammates might eventually just just be like, "Can you just turn that off? Because you're freaking <laughs> us out, man." The entire crew of the spaceship that we crashed here with is yeah. just with us all the time. Yeah, you you just flick it over the curse. Just flick it back. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Trick attack goes up to 3d8, and that's yes. super awesome. Oh. I also decided to double down on nanite integration, and I picked up a, a second one of those feats because it's technically three feats, and you pick a different version each time. So now I have rebooting nanites that allow me to burn resolve to reroll a failed save against oh, almost wow. no any condition. No more oh, hacked NR5e? Dude. dude. Man, secret learned from your <laughs> uh, past. I see. Very good. That's amazing. Awesome. Okay, I know you've been waiting for this for a while, Jeff. <laughs> what's the highlight? Like, without without taking the entire episode, okay. what's yeah. the highlight? Yeah. Uh, highlight. So I will tell. I won't tell you what what I picked for my feet. That's going to be a surprise. I will tell you. <laughs> level five has some cool stuff for mechanic. Nice. I. I have finally achieved the ability to use power armor. So this oh. mouse is now going to be wearing some heavy, heavy armor. And I just need to get some time to actually craft it. Can't do it here, apparently. Too much stuff going on. But <laughs> when we get back some to the goblin happening. camp, you know Scrip is going straight into his workshop going to start working on this power armor he's had an epiphany the other thing that is really cool that mechanics get at level five is the ability to remote hack and not just remote hack Ooh. for some reason scriff can now engineer remotely we haven't worked out the uh the lore behind the, the, we haven't <laughs> the worked logistics. out the logistics <laughs> behind that but obviously i can now nanites. i can now engineer doors or craft things 
remotely. So wow. maybe like some percent can just like get yourself out of a locked cell by a yeah. As long there. as as long as they don't take away my custom rig, I think it's tied to my custom rig. What what is the distance on that? It is a distance of twenty feet. Okay, wow. Hmm. That's impressive. Respectable. Yeah. 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 No, that's impressive. I like it. Now, do you have options down the line that will expand that range? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's based on my level. Uh, every two levels, it's going to go up by 10 feet. Oh, Sweet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're going to okay. be doing it from across the battlefield. That's right. That's awesome. That's right. I think you That's should have thing. like nanite drones, like just little tiny flying robots I that you can send out to hack I think that's what makes the most things. sense, like, like some nanobots. Yeah. yeah. You shoot something. So like I still have to have – I still have mm. to have line of effect, but mm. I can, you know, I can do stuff through cell doors and whatnot, but probably not like a force field. You know, I can't, I can't send my nanobots through a force field. Is, that, is it fast? Sorry. Is it fast enough to do it in combat? I mean, yeah, it's just anything as fast, it, as, any... as, fast as a normal engineering check. It doesn't yeah. take any extra so time. Cool. Yeah. So uh, All right. here, here's what I'm thinking, Adam, uh, and you can tell me if this is okay for our in-game canon, okay. is what that the nanobots form into, like, tiny versions of Scriff's hands at a, <laughs> at a remote distance. <laughs> yeah. So because you can, uh, there, you can actually make, like, a roll to detect that I'm the one that is causing this to happen. Interesting. Like with a perception or a sense motive. Okay, that's interesting. Think about that. But uh, I like that, it. Those are the big things that I got. And I'm super excited that's for that power cool. armor. Oh, I'll bet. That's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Okay, second important thing. Big change that we're doing to try to make combat have more dynamic and interesting feel to it, right? So the way we've been doing crits has been you roll a 20, you get a crit card, you get whatever happens there, double damage, all that fun stuff. You get a one, you get a card. But the thing is, it could be better. It could be more in the moment, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to do a type of crit confirms, but not the old school style that, like, if you miss on the second one, you don't get your crit because everyone likes critting. So we're keeping that. What happens is if you get a regular crit, you get your double damage and I will give it some flavor of the moment. If you confirm it, you're also going to get the card effect. And to make it even more fun, we do the one card, two card thing. I'm going to let you choose between the two options you get to yes. make Whoa. everyone is more fun. That's awesome. I That'll like that. Be, I like that be really because it, it doesn't slow down game as much because we have less cards turning up theoretically, but we still get double damage. Absolutely. Um, I, I like natural 20s meaning something. I've never never liked the idea of needing to confirm a natural 20. Me um, neither. And I'm, I'm super excited about that. So I think it will speed up play and I think it will be more fun. Absolutely. However, there is a flip side. If you guys roll a one, I will describe something that happens on that one. Obviously, you're going to miss. Maybe you drop your gun and it slides way over there. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Whatever is most fun and interesting in the moment. And if you confirm a crit fail, you do get the cards. 
and I get to choose the effects. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. I love so, it so, so much. when you say conf- when I confirm the fail, that means if again. I roll again and I miss again. Yes, if you fail twice, you crit fail once and fail again. Oh, so you can still dirty. pull yourself out of it, though. Like if you can manage to roll good the second time, you can avoid the really bad stuff. Do you know what this means? This means that there is twice as much chance of us hitting the extreme on a card. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's very possible. Yeah. And uh, honestly, why not? I'm excited. That sounds really awesome. I want to see someone roll three natural ones on a triple attack, drop all of their guns on accident, (laughs) have all of them just go off randomly. It'll be great. (laughs) Wow. Sounds wonderful. (laughs) Well, that's something to look forward to. But yeah, that's that's our plan going forward to try to make combat a little more spicy. I like it. It's a flavor enhancer. Yes. We just put some sriracha on top of this thing. Mm. <laughs> All right, but I think it's time for us to get into this. What do you guys say? Yeah. yeah. Bottom of the ocean, belly of the beast, life or death. The ancient being's lost limb is at the center of this crystal creature, and it's time to collect. So let us go hand in hand into the Tomes of Emergency Power, Volume 2, Chapter 10. Yes! As the Kagraf hits the floor, it begins to glow this fierce light at its core, and the gemstone giant erupts in all directions. I need a reflex save from the lot of you, please. Engage evasive procedures. Dive for cover to try to get away from this exploding diamond. 16. 16. That was a 10. I got a 24. Oh, yay. Okay. This could be really bad, actually. I only have 16 health. Okay. So this was something that I had had ready before the fight started, and the DC was going to depend on how close you guys were when it happened. And you guys are really close to this thing. Yeah. (laughs) So because you guys are so close, Scriff is the only one to succeed on this. Oh. So this thing erupts. Crystal shards fly in all directions. And... It hits you guys for 16 damage. No, no. Half if you saved. I go down. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly that much you health. You have exactly oh. 16 health. Oh, my gosh. Uh. So, goes off. Shards stick into pawns. He looks like a pin cushion. As he falls over, drops to the ground, bleeding out. All my beans spill out. <laughs> or am I, am I one of those foam ones? So as soon as 5e gets his, regains his footing, he's going to immediately move to Ponza's position and attempt a medicine check to treat him. Okay. Go ahead and give me that roll. 19. I need to remember the DC and how that works. Yeah, so, I don't wow. either. I, I assume that's probably good enough to stabilize him so that we can move I him and he's not is, going to I die. Like but I think it's like 15 plus something. Yeah, I don't think much. it will be enough to restore any uh, any health, though. I I do have an advanced med kit, so we got that going for us. Okay. I think that drops things by five. 
I should have looked this up, but I had other things I was thinking about. Uh, DC 15. D 15. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he's at least stable, and that's what we're going yeah, for. Yeah, you stabilize him with a 19. Absolutely. So you get down there, you do a slide on your knees to get over to him and start pulling shards out of him, pull out your bandage, <laughs> wrap him up. <laughs> you, uh, you have to move things around the boom box and not strap <laughs> that up as well. <laughs> I forgot about the boombox that's like it still lodged works. into How? his head. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I haven't looked at his artwork in a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you managed to stabilize Pawns. He's going to require long-term care. We've got to get him to, some, to a safe area. Do you have enough resolve points to stabilize or to, to stay in the fight and like regain, or do we want to try and treat deadly wounds? Um... I, for me, uh, I did use a couple resolve points, I believe. So I have three left. It's one resolve yeah. to gain one HP and stay in the fight. It might be better for Richard to just treat deadly wounds on you. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't at least like give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, go from there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Richard, go ahead. Treat deadly wounds. Give me another medicine check. Can do. Second check is a 32 for treating deadly wounds. That should right. be sufficient yeah, to do some good. Uh, med kit that already dropped the DC a bit, if I'm not mistaken. So 32 blows it out of the water and you manage to resuscitate pawns and bring him back up to a meaty one HP. Oh, oh More, guys, you, you did was, treat deadly mm. wounds. Oh, oh, that's right. It's one per level. And it, it's one per level, and if you exceed the DC by five, I think you add your intelligence bonus to it. I'm checking. <laughs> uh, you have uh, advanced, so it's a DC 20. Okay, so that's a 10. You that's exceeded 10 it by 12. At least, yeah. So if you exceed by five or more, you add your intelligence modifier to the amount healed. So he heals for f seven. Okay, so a meaty seven HP. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, this crazy, crazy dream. We're inside a giant monster and there's rocks attacking us everywhere. I regret to inform you that it is not a dream. You look wow. around the room, there's just like acid everywhere, rocks falling from the ceiling. <laughs> no. On the bright side, the rock composite creature that it was attempting to pound us into submission appears to no longer be functioning. So we have that going for us. Oh, that, that's that's at least one positive thing. Oh, did did we ever find an arm? Yeah, oh. where's the where's the arm after the explosion? When you look back, there's this crater with like dark diamond shards just sticking out of the ground all over the place. And in the center of this crater, this lying there is the better part of an arm. And just from where you're standing, it appears to be this, like, oiled obsidian color that's humanoid in shape and size, but you might have to get closer to know more. I definitely will get closer. Go pick that thing up. Okay. I'm going to pop a potion. Okay. So, Scriff, you walk over and you pick this thing up, and the first thing you notice that sticks out to you is that... 
it doesn't have any finger joints or anything of that nature. It's all just completely smooth and shiny. And if you want, you can give me one of the following checks. Physical science, life science, mysticism, computers, or engineering. Um, definitely engineering. <laughs> uh, is this to identify? Uh, it's not a technological device. Uh, 21. Or is it? What were you going to say with that sentence, Jeff? Oh, uh, so I have uh, my my theme gives me a minus five to the DC when attempting to identify a technological device. Interesting. Okay, and what was your total? Uh, it was a 21. 21. Okay. Well, from what you can determine as you turn this thing over in your hands and look at it, is that you get this kind of inherent feeling that it it kind of reminds you of 5e and how he works. Really? It's like a merger of flesh and uh, circuitry. However, it seems so much more complex and completely foreign to what you've seen before. You know, you can gather a few basic elements about how it operates, but yeah, like the... Even the core concept of how this technology was developed is just like nothing you've ever seen. It's like Very an SRO perfected. Uh, there's the, there's nothing but trouble comes from trying to perfect a uh, a humanoid form. <laughs> this is. I I need to take this and study it some more. There is technological aspects to this it's not it's not merely biological or or magical interesting a cybernetic augmentation for some sort of organic being then I'm I'm not sure yet but I have a hunch that it might be not an augmentation but an actual arm of a being so, so we don't think we can put it on to NR5E? I mean, I can see what I'll, <laughs> I can do because that would be really cool, but... <laughs> I would not consent to this type of upgrade, I think. Nonetheless, this does beg the question, though. What sort of parallel dimension would such a being have come from? It's definitely no technology that I have ever come across. We should take it back to the goblin camp where I can look at it in more detail. Every answer we uncover only leads to more questions. It's possible that this is the guardian, the prisoner that we heard about, isn't it? Wasn't it something encased in diamond? Their mimetic mythology seems to indicate that that is the case, yes. All right, so you pick up this arm, look it over. Uh, you guys can take time to deal with it whenever you feel you have the opportunity. But is there anything in this moment you want to do as the dust kind of settles from this big combat? Yeah, you know what? 
5e wants to look around and kind of shot in the dark check. He'd like to roll a life sciences check to figure out where in this massive creature we are and what the quickest way is to get out of it. Absolutely. Go ahead and give me that roll. I don't think he's going to be able to intuit that with a nine. Hmm. It was worth uh, a shot. You're, from the info you got, you can kind of determine that this is probably the stomach. But aside from that, the quickest way out is kind of up in the air at the moment. You could try to make your way back the way you came, but it'd be difficult. But Wait, didn't we have to? We had to fall to get to where guys, we were. Like you went down a slippery slip slide and got shot out into this room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know where things go after they reach the stomach. <laughs> Touch the butt. <laughs> I, I am currently preparing myself for that. We're so adult. As you're looking around, I will point out that the shards sticking out of the ground do catch your eye. Oh, I collect all the shards. <laughs> I want all the shinies, as many as I can carry. I will also help to carry shards of diamond. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you guys go around, start just picking up shards. Uh, every time Pons goes to pick one up, Scriff's like, I got it, and just like puts it in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to, I'm going to say that I find one that is particularly like nice looking, and it's it's going to give Scriff an idea for their future armor, and I'm going to tuck it into Ooh. my pocket. Interesting. Okay, so you guys spend a little bit of time collecting this stuff. And what I will tell you about these is they are essentially like trade goods. Everybody wants to buy shiny crystal stuff. So you will have to go sell it. But why don't somebody give me... Uh, what's the associated skill for selling things? In any other game, it would be a praise. But here, I don't know. Culture, maybe? It's yeah, probably just me. whatever the associated identify skill is for what it is. So probably sure. physical science. Yeah, I'll take physical science, but I would also take culture in a pinch. So someone I can go ahead and roll those. Don't have physical science. I have culture. Culture 25. 15. No. Uh, just, <laughs> just no. Just no. Just no. Then you rolled the dice and they came up no. <laughs> yeah. 5e as you guys are picking this stuff up you're kind of keeping track and recording all of the pieces and giving it a rough estimate you could gather that you could probably get somewhere in the vicinity of 6,000 plus for all this stuff to the right buyer and all the right. right buyer is probably not as hard to find as a um a pinup of a vest <laughs> <laughs> handy all right i will convey that appraisal to Pawns and Scriff. Is that a lot? It's a good chunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank Literal you. Literal chunks. Literal chunks of money. Oh, are we diving into the acid or? I feel like that's the way out. Hard sell. Hard sell. <laughs> I, I'm almost sure that there's an exit straight down in the acid. Does life bubble hold up against the acid? 
Um, judging by the fight in which it like waves of it was coming over this. Yeah, no. it barely it barely <laughs> yeah. holds up to the to the atmosphere in here. Uh, I'm gonna look around for any large exit signs that flashing neon lights. Oh yeah, just the big arrows that say exit this way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess we could probe the immediate area. Like I could scout yeah. a bit northward around that big uh, sensor partition stone. Yeah, I was gonna say just see what is even there. Like there could be a okay, hole so or something underneath I will, it. I will say this. At this particular moment, it seems like you have a little bit of calm. I'm just going to put this out there. How are you guys doing health-wise, and do you want to do anything about it? Uh, not great. I also uh, yeah, very I would, I would like to take a 10. Okay. Like, I didn't want you guys to go forward and immediately die and be like, oh, how, how could you do this to me? Yeah. You know? Very nice of you, Adam. <laughs> I probably would have died. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we should definitely leave short rest, and I'll burn my last resolve point. I was. Man, I, I just need wanted stamina. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't going to have like a giant boulder that chased us out of the tomb before taking my ten minute rest. How cruel of a god do you think I am? I mean, don't answer do that. I don't answer, answer that. that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys take your rest. Something that does happen during this 10 minute rest and Richard, since you rolled for it last, you notice that the whole cavern at times during this 10 minutes starts to shake. And every time that it does, it starts to shake a little bit more. Where's the boulder? Stronger. Where's the boulder? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Giant diamond boulder comes chasing after us. I would theorize that if we are in the, stomach of this organism it is highly possible that it is experiencing some sort of gastrointestinal distress that could be disadvantageous and as you say that with a terrible suddenness this stone stomach and the acid and all of it lurches and all the stones begin to move and thrash in this acid and it starts spraying wildly all over the place. What? It ate Mentos and Cola. No. <laughs> and the entire pool begins to surge in these huge waves moving towards this new opening. And as if a boat thrown into a torrential storm, the platform you're on is violently thrown forward and chunks of it start flying off as the second-hand crew is pinned to this large platform and it starts pushing everyone forward into this tunnel. Well, I guess we're going this way, guys. <laughs> is it puking us up? Wow. I think we're on a Disney ride. As the platform <laughs> plummets forward with a nauseating, rocking movement, this unexpected speed from the wave drives you relentlessly towards this sickening drop just straight down and i'm gonna explain how what is coming up is going to work okay this is not something that comes from the book this is an adam original uh-oh so while the three of you are being trapped on this, dragged along on this stone, right? There's going to be different tunnels, obstructions, and events that are going to take place, okay? 
It's up to you how you avoid them, if possible. Cool. So everybody roll initiative. Oh, get ready for this quick time event. (laughs) It's like a gross sci-fi version of the Goonies going down the water slide to (laughs) One-Eyed Willie's boat. Love it. (laughs) So the initiative is going to determine a few things. Okay. First, the order of who is going to roll on the disaster dice. I'm going to roll that. a D100, and depending on what you get, you'll get a different counter in different circumstances, right? And just to keep this fresh, you're not going to ever land on the same thing. If you hit that number, I'll just have you reroll, okay? Okay. Second thing, of course, is who acts and when. So during these events, some of them might not actually take place at the beginning of the round. So, for example, if you're ahead of the events initiative, you might have a little extra time to prepare. Maybe you get to use an ability check instead of a save, or you have time to figure something out as this is happening. Finally, this platform is 25 feet wide. Depending on what happens, that might change, and it might affect the DCs of particular challenges. So you have to be ready. There's a bit to juggle here, but I have absolute faith in the second-hand crew. 25 feet wide and how long? It's 25 square. (laughs) Five by five? Yes. Okay. Got it. We're on a... uh, uh, we're on a Huckleberry Finn raft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you're on a Huckleberry oh. Finn raft. I was going to say cube of death, but that sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the edges are broken off just a little bit, so it's not perfectly square. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let's get this started, shall we? So, looking at the initiative tracker, Scriff, please roll a D100. That is a 22. A 22. It's a very high number on a D100. So definitely <laughs> nothing bad going to happen. The platform rushes forward after this drop. It's only a short a distance. Boom, you land on it. And it slams you forward straight into a fork with the river banks left and right. It quickly goes to one side and goes over an acid fall. Which is like way bigger than what you just did. You went over a little bump. This is like, boom. Okay. You fall along with it for 40 feet. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Into the platform as it levels out. We die. If you can please make an acrobatics check for me. Just me? If you beat, no, everybody. If you beat a DC... 15 acrobatics, you can negate the first dice roll and turn the second dice roll into non-lethal. I got an 18. I will give you this, Pawns. 21. Okay, so what I was about to say is, Pawns, because you have have inherent flying, you're still having to hang on to this thing because it's moving so fast. Mm -hmm. But I was going to say, if you can beat a 17, I'll let you turn all of it into non-lethal in case this happens to just straight kill you. Yes. (laughs) Hot. Okay, so you beat it. I heard Scriff beat it. How about 5e? 
21. Ooh. And Good rolls. Very nice. Let me let me let me see how much damage this does as we go over the falls. Oh, lovely. Unavoidable damage. <laughs> oh no. So, grand total is 12 damage. However, because you guys all passed, you negated five of that entirely, and one of it is non-lethal. Okay. So we take seven. You take seven as you hit the bottom of this. How do you record non-lethal damage in Foundry? It doesn't matter unless it's the damage that kills you. Like, if if you take non-lethal and it drops you to zero HP, then you're unconscious instead of dying. Indeed. Okay, so you guys land, boom, at the bottom of this waterfall as the platform rocks back and forth. I'm going to need the next disaster dice roll. And that is Richard. 5 Yeah. All right. Percentile, correct? Absolutely. 100%, please. 89. 89. The higher is better. <laughs> Always. Mm-hmm. Without fail, higher sure. is better, right? Usually on percentiles, you want kind of low, but sometimes it doesn't matter. It's yeah, just weird. I will say, in the regards of this, doesn't matter that much for the most part. The platform, after it hits this... It hits the bottom of this waterfall and sails into this chamber lit with dazzling colors. Stones of thousands of unknown varieties litter the wall. In the center is a large mountain of stone, and it pulsates with this pink hue in the crevices of it. It's the size of a mountain. Grab it! As you stare at this majestic room, as acid is flying around all over the place, you're suddenly hit by a psychic wave of energy that pulses out from this stone. It doesn't feel like hatred or any distinct emotion, but it floods your mind in this indescribable, unfathomable pain. So please, will save from everyone. Oh my gosh, this is just relentless. Ooh, natural hurt. 20. Natural, natural 20. 20. You guys in your natural 20s, I got a 12. <laughs> Both of you? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys have you saved up the rolls that weren't there in the last combat for this moment. My will saves are doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 28 total. Pretty happy with total. that. What was your total there, Scriff? I got a 12. <laughs> a 12, okay. Uh, I think it goes without saying that Pawns and 5e passed that, so you're going to take a total of four psychic damage. Well, Scriff, you're going to take a big bad eight, my friend. All right. Yeah, you guys move through this majestic place. This thing goes off, and just as you're trying to reach out to grab the beautiful crystal scriff, you just fall over on the platform. (laughs) (laughs) Cooper, as you move out of this chamber, roll the disaster dice. That's a 51. 51. 5e puts a a hand on scriff's shoulder and, and says... Careful, you're experiencing cognitive restabilization. That was a big psychic blast. Oh, my brain! Ooh, I can give him more information. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think that's conducive. Worse. 
as I, I touch I touch Scriff on the shoulder and I just relate to him. Uh, hmm, what information Pictures of would kittens be? and puppies yeah. and daffodils, <laughs> sunsets. The psychic equivalent of a hang in there poster. All, all the different cheeses <laughs> I've ever seen or experienced. Uh, tiny house YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. A like, lifetime of cheese. Hang in there, buddy. I love it. Okay, so you said a 52? 51. 51. Okay. I'm going to also need you, Cooper, to roll a 1d2. So you're basically flipping a coin here. No reason. Uh, Don't worry about it. Uh, two. Okay, two. A wall lies before you in your path. It's hanging extremely low, and the acid river is barely passing under it. And there's there's no chance this platform is going to make it through unscathed, much oh. less with you on it. So everyone give me a perception check as you oh, plummet no. towards this thing. Oh, no. Perception 18. 14. 18, 18 also. DC 18. Oh. <laughs> you both nailed it. Okay, as you're getting closer to this thing, you can tell that this wall looks really thin. It's almost transparent. Oh. And if you did something, you might be able to bring it down before you get there. I throw a rock at it. I rolled an initiative for this event, and the one who has beaten it is Scriff. Ah. Come on, Scriff, you've got this. I'm, I'm going to blast it with my acid gun, I guess. <laughs> All right. That works so well against the rock monster. It worked absolutely fantastically. That's a 23. (laughs) Nice. Okay. As you're coming at this thing, the water, sorry, the acid isn't even touching this thing. It clearly had melted away the bottom part of it. You start shooting wildly at this thing. (laughs) Can I also drop prone? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, okay, I drop prone because I can squeeze in very tight spaces. <laughs> Even if things go wrong, it's like squeaky <laughs> as it just pushes you under. <laughs> okay, so you shoot at this thing and you manage to cut enough of a hole that by the time the rock gets there, you guys slip through it and smash Single just file, a little everyone. bit. <laughs> yeah, you know what everyone's seeing is that Japanese game where the walls with the shapes that come at them. <laughs> I cut a hole in the shape of Scriff. Of Scriff. Yeah. Pawns 5e. Pawns is just a complete circle. Uh, and you guys manage to like, whoo, just as you get to the wall, the platform smashes through. And you move on through this section. Well rolled, you guys. Nicely handled. Hang on tight. This is so tense. It's back to you, uh, Back to you, Jeff. Scriff. Oh, it's me again? Oh, oh one yes, 100. please. On the disaster yes. dice. Here we go. That's uh, the answer to life, the universe, and, and everything. everything. 42. <laughs> Beautiful. We survive, we get out, everything is fine. Don't panic. Uh-huh. 42. You bank downwards into this passage. 
and it's shrinking as you get there to the point where your platform is scraping along the sides of this thing. Get and to the, the middle! Acid is snaking back and forth. It basically looks like the universe's worst water park because mm -hmm. it's all acid and you're going down like an inner tube. That's how I felt this whole time. Yeah, it's just a really, like really unsanitary water park. Look, if you grew up in New Jersey and you went to Action Park, this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, impressive. This episode not sponsored by Action Park. No. I'm going to need an acrobatics check from everyone as you ride this thing like a giant intertube. An intertube. I've always wondered what an intertube would be like. I got a 20. Any NR, NR5E would be awesome at a water park because he just got a 27. Ooh. Yeah, that was a, that was a, um, that was a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not so great for pawns there. Mm -mm, no. So you guys are moving back and forth, trying to stay on top of this platform. And pawns is just kind of rolling around like a marble on this thing. And a couple of the times he rolls in and like touches the acid before it moves back. <laughs> and just like so, you're gonna take a little bit of acid damage, my friend. Some whiplash with how heavy my head is. If I see him veering <laughs> too far that way, I'll actually shift my weight on the platform a little bit to see if I can get it to tilt him back out of the. Acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that first boss in Super Mario World. You gotta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you're going to take five acid damage as you touch the sides. Okay, that's not too bad. Super glad we took her rest. Yeah, I would have been downed right there, actually. That would have been it. Yeah, I I would have felt really bad if I threw you guys into this stuff and you had not like thought to take a rest, so I had to say something. <laughs> I intended to. I just we we got so caught up into everything that I forgot yeah. Oh, yeah. to say. Anything. No, absolutely. Okay, all right, and that's in our five E. In our five E, disaster time. Ah, uh, a forty this time. A forty, very good. The platform you stand on begins to flip over as it moves into this torrential river. Those of you who get a jump on the initiative order, which, because of the initiative we had, was not particularly great for yeah, five I got or a pawns, six. is once again only Scriff Dovetail. Oh yep. boy. <laughs> so, Scriff, you get to give me an athletics check. However, those of you who do not have a better initiative are going to have to give me a reflex save so you can, as this thing is flipping over, run along it or try to fly over it so you don't get dunked as it flips. It just flip. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's only a 13. Five, he's trying his best to, to clamber up the side. 16. This is one of those ones that because it's bigger, you have more distance you have to run, and it's a little more difficult. Okay, and what was yours, Jeff? I got a 10 for my you athletics roll. Do I also that need means... to give you a reflex? <laughs> yes, you do. You I had a chance to figured. get out of that one scot-free, yeah. but... Oh, okay, well, at least the reflex uh, was good. I got a 26. 
Ayo. Pawns you managed to save. Scriff you managed to save. And 5e is going to take all the acid damage as he uh -huh. slips a little bit, gets dunked into it, and has to scramble back on top before he's just dropped into this acid river. And if you fail, you take seven damage. Otherwise, you will take three. Oh, okay. You almost think it's the end as the, the platform tilts over, but 5e suddenly st starts clamoring over the side and, like, flips himself end over oh, end. Man. Acid splashing off of his legs and, and feet as he clanks into position with his mag boots. These saves are chipping <laughs> away, man. They're chipping away. Okay, the platform flips over. You guys manage to scramble back and stay on this thing as this wave continues to plummet you down these tunnels that are just shifting left and right. Pawns, disaster dice. What you got for me? That was a four. Four. Um, <laughs> Out of a D100. Um, At least you didn't crit fail. Yeah. Okay. As you move forward in front of you, you see jets of like jet streams of acid coming out of the walls and they seem to be under like some pretty intense pressure as it just blasts out of these walls because it's traveling to the same place you guys are. It's an acid jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, you can have, an, you have enough time to see it coming and you're dodging out of the way. You're jumping over it and landing on your stomachs. You're just ducking and trying to get over it. One of the acid things washes over the platform. You manage to leap over it, but when you look back, you see that there's these roundish stones that have spikes sticking out of them, and they're beginning to roll around on the platform with the movement of oh, it. Oh, what the heck? That's less convenient. <laughs> Make them go away. So... You guys are going to need to take some actions to deal with it as you move into the next room. Otherwise, these things are going to start smashing into you. How big are they? They're about as big as like a basketball with spikes. Oh, no. I think that's too big for me to throw with telekinetic projectile. Okay, so we'll see what happens in the next room, whether or not it'll be easy to deal with this. Probably small enough for psychokinetic hand. Yeah, maybe. Let's see what I can do here. There are stones with spikes. Who knows? You can always try. Okay. That would be Scriff, if I'm not mistaken. Going back around to the top of the order. 62. 62. Man, you guys have rolled in a way that I haven't had to repeat or re-roll anything. I mean, a, out of a D100, it's it's a pretty good pool. Sure. I mean, I did not write up a hundred different options, just so you know. But I wasn't <laughs> sure. I wasn't sure. Listen, I put some work in, but that's I'd still be doing it right now. Okay. Jeff, go ahead and roll me a... 1d5, which we can do with the magic of Foundry. The magic of computers. I got a four. A four. Okay. Two tunnels converge as acid swells violently. You attempt to maintain your balances, 
But suddenly, another platform comes from this tunnel and smashes into yours. It's a rival crew! No! <laughs> Prepare for boarding! There's a gang of space goblins! Yes! <laughs> Please! What is, what's he doing here? <laughs> Uzi, how did you get here? I don't know! Okay, <laughs> as this thing hits you, you're thrown from your platform towards this new one. Everybody jump! Everybody go ahead and give me an athletics check. Oh, I got a nine. Athletics, 30. What? 30. 11. 11, okay. Okay, so this thing hits, boom, you guys fly off of it. 5e does a little flip in the air, lands in like a superhero landing, stands up and just like dusts himself off. <laughs> As the other just like, boom, 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 just land next to you. And you're going to take some bludgeoning damage for smashing face first. <laughs> oh, it's, it's too chaotic of a ride to fly in. <laughs> At least those balls are on the other platform now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just about to have them smash into you. I'm kind of sad about that because I really wanted to take my tactical baton and just like bash one in out of the way. I'm pretty happy about it. I think it was a great coincidence. <laughs> it's no, it's amazing. I'm I'm just gonna flip a thing real quick. No reason to worry about it. No, uh -huh. no. <laughs> just to see if any of the balls followed us. Yeah, uh, pawns. Go ahead and give uh -huh. me uh, heads or tails. Heads. Okay. As you guys are thrown to this next one, one of these things flies over and lands next to you and starts rolling around. <laughs> no, no, it, 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 it tracks me. It really likes me. They're magnetic. Okay, but what I will say is because it did get thrown with you guys, it's not going to be rolling around right now, so that'll happen in the next event. Oh, okay. It should just roll straight off the other edge. <laughs> no, it's got those spikes. It sticks yeah. in. Exactly, mm -hmm. six in, but the top of it's bludgeoned off. Now we can use it as a chair. That's right. Ooh. Really? <laughs> Doesn't sound comfortable. Really excited <laughs> about that. How much damage there, Adam? Oof. I rolled high on this one, boys. That is 11 damage. Ooh, we're getting close. Owie! Yeah. Getting a little low here. Um, I do have healing if needed, I think. I might have a healing serum, but other than that, no. I don't even have a healing serum. No, I don't have anything. I have Oof. two more heals if we absolutely need them, but I will be out of resolve points if we do that. That is dangerous. Yeah. You should <laughs> save at least one for stabilizing should you need it. All right, we'll, we'll see what happens here. I am very low. Okay, real quick. Uh, Cooper, I'm going to need you to roll me one more D-100. Okay. Uh, 29. 29. Okay, this platform that you landed on is much smaller than the platform you were on before. This one is only four squares, so ten foot. Oh, Yikes. Lovely. So you fly over land on this smaller platform. It also means that this rolling ball is a little closer to you guys. There was more room on the other one. Okay. But we only have to deal with one now where there are multiple. You only have multiple. to deal with one. Correct. 
All right. Moving on in the initiative order, Scriff Dovetail. It's okay. disaster time. It's time for another disaster. That's a five. That's oh, a no. five. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you re-roll that because that's something that Pawns basically stumbled on. Mm. Uh, what about a 63? 63. It's like a 62 last time. Is that the cutoff? <laughs> It's not, but we will have to cut off this section and we have to keep re-rolling. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to keep it. It stays. Uh, how about okay. an 84? 84. Okay. How many of these do you have left? I have still a few. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start widening the range of some of them so we don't have to keep re-rolling. Just pick the nearest one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick the nearest Round one. Up. Okay. Since you guys have already gone through the ones of this range, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to have you as well give me a heads or tails, Jeff, and that'll determine which one happens here. Scriff Dove Tails. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Wow. <laughs> I love the bad puns. Let's go. So you chose correctly. And it will be moved up in the order instead of down on the disaster dice. So what this is going to do, it's going to bump it up into the 90 to 100 range. The, the best one. Because when you roll high, it feels the best to have it actually be rewarding. So on this high roll, the acid wave shuttles you all through this smooth tunnel and you all manage to maintain your footing. If you're thrown down to the ground, you have time to stand up. You might have time to deal with something that's rolling around trying to kill you. Take a 10 minute you rest, have a moment. you know? So you just have, chill, yeah, just have a sandwich. Mm -hmm. mm. So you guys all have a quick moment of peace that you can take around to do some stuff. What do you want to do in this moment of calm? Are we going in initiative order for this? Yeah, let's go in initiative, that's fine. So, Scriff, you're going to go first. You see the ball rolling. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't have much ways to deal with a rolling ball. Here's what I'll do. Uh, I'm going to activate my petrify. Oh, I already used that today, huh? It's one. Was it once yeah. per day or no? Uh, was it once rest. per short rest? So once it's ready short again. Rest. So I'm going to activate it again to give me some higher defense, I guess. I know this isn't okay. how it's supposed to be used, but, and then I'm going to kick the ball off of the raft. <laughs> I love it. Okay, you turn into stone just as you kick this thing. Go ahead, give me athletics on this kick as you try to soccer ball this thing off. All right, or that's, football an, for that's an athletics listeners. of 18. <laughs> okay, because you use your petrification just as you kick it one of the spikes just snaps off on your shin and doesn't hurt you at all and you just boom punt this thing off into the river of acid and it it's alive it does is the spike of any use is it useful it at all it just looks like a kind of pointy stone these okay. are very anthropomorphized rocks they're squealing and making commentary <laughs> The rocks have feelings, and I don't know how I feel about that in turn. <laughs> I just well, wanted think to of be it. friends. 
They, they probably came off of a living being, so maybe they are somewhat living. I was going to say, like, in Terminator 2, it gives you a thumbs up, but you broke the arm off, so it doesn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was Scriff stuff. 5e. Anything you want to do right now? Scriff has dealt with the immediate problem of the, um, the spiky ball. I think what I'd like to attempt is maybe a perception check to see what's coming up next so that I can maybe prepare myself. Is that allowable? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, give me a perception right. check. 22 perception. Okay. What horrible thing is about to befall us? Depending on what is rolled, what will happen is I will give you a little bit of a bonus for getting ready for it. Okay, so I roll my d100 now then? Uh, we're going to have pawns if he wants to do anything, and then I'll have you roll. I'm going to heal myself. Going to heal yourself. Okay. Yep. Back to full health. Woo. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. If you'd be so kind, 5e, give me a disaster dice roll. That's a 31, Adam. Uh, 31. 31. You got it. The tunnel forges you into this large cavern with pillars that are sticking up, reaching the ceiling, and they're moving from side to side. So go ahead and give me a piloting check, and people can assist as they, like, shift their weights and try to move this. Yeah. And because your perception roll was good, I'm just going to basically give you a free plus two to rolling on this. I'll add that as a situational bonus. I assist with piloting. Do I have to be proficient to, to assist with piloting? Nope, you just got to roll above a 10. I did not. Okay. So that bonus basically made up for Pawns not being able to help in this situation as he just clings on. The bad news is that that was a natural one. The good news is this is a skill check, so it's still a 17 with the assist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. So you guys are trying to move back and forth a little bit to help 5e as he's standing kind of in the front of this 10-foot stone using his feet to, like, nose it in different directions. And with a 17, you just barely squeak by. (laughs) You bump into these things just a little bit. You see a little rocks flying off, but nothing terrible happens. And that came off. A really low roll. <laughs> yeah. That was like the best natural one I've ever heard of. Yeah, dude, prepping saved you guys. Well done. The operative saved us guys. <laughs> Yo, fair. No, that's fair. Operative <laughs> is good. Operative is an amazing class. All right. Do I get to roll? <laughs> I like that Pons so is like excited. excited for this. Like, yeah. What happens next? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please go ahead and give me disaster dice. That's a 77. 77. You guys are pulled from this large cavern into this smaller one, but you can't tell how much smaller because you move into a pitch black cavern. Now, all of you have dark vision, yeah? Yes. But that only goes so far. So suddenly, this platform starts to buck, and its speed increases. You guys look around you, and you can tell that you've gone into these rapids. You hear stones clawing at the underbelly of your platform. 
Even the ambient glow of this acid is like less in this room. So you guys are going to have to try to navigate these rapids, avoid the pitfalls and whatever is just outside of your vision. So you guys are gonna be reacting to things as they come at you. Beautiful. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to need three checks and each of you has to choose one of them, okay? So can't, no assisting, it's boom, you roll, you have a job, you're doing it. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need a perception, a piloting, and an athletics. So I who's doing what? Oh, that is a dirty combo. Yeah. And now I so have I perception. assume that I am still at the top of the key with piloting 12. I have perception 9 and piloting 9. What was the other uh, one? Athletics? I have athletics. athletics 5. I have athletics 12, or 13, excuse me. So maybe... Richard should athletics. not roll the athletics. No, I'll do perception <laughs> and uh, and Jeff, you do piloting. So I have I have athletics five or I have piloting nine. I think you need to do the piloting. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'll do perception. Okay. Right. So we got five e um, doing athletics. athletics. We got pawns doing perception and Swift mm -hmm. doing piloting. Okay. Athletics was an 18. Scriff got a 17. That's a 28 for perception. 18, 17, and 28. Okay. Pawns, you see the pitfalls and the rocks jutting out from the acid, but it's moving so fast that Scriff is having trouble actually nosing this thing in the right direction. It's doing like little spins. And the 5e's jumping back and forth, trying to go left to right to help bank when we need it. But, like, it's happening so fast that they're having trouble keeping up. So you're shouting out, I see something coming, and then BAM, we run into it. No. Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay, <laughs> You're so... good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you guys keep slamming into these things. Acid is flying up as you smash down. And what happens is you guys have this 10-foot square boat that has been shaved off as you're smashing into things. It is now down to five. So you guys are all had to move to essentially the same spot. Scriff is Damn. like under the legs of 5e and Pons <laughs> is hanging on to his back. Like you guys are backpacking it now. Good thing Pons <laughs> can fly. Yeah. I'll just hang on to you barely yeah, you floating can, like, in the air. Just hang on and, and get pulled along while flying. And then I'm beneath the knees of 5e. Oh, yeah. man. It's a Yikes. good thing we are the characters we are right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Otherwise, we'd be having some serious spacing problems. Uh, like, I was thinking, like, you know what? There's events that will shave off some of this platform it started at 25. There's no way they're going to be down to like five or 10 by the time they get here. Yeah, you just didn't expect <laughs> us to hit every last one of them. Yeah, don't, don't worry, Captain. We'll uh, buff out those scratches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And because you guys are on such a small platform and you guys are bucking through this acid, you're also going to take some acid sprays that come up and hit everyone. You guys are gonna take seven acid damage as it boils through your armor. I believe okay. I will take six because of my uh, am my amber hyperboloid aeon Ooh. stone. 
which nice. gives me resistance one unless it's in melee. All right, I'm through my stamina now, but I have a lot of health. Okay. So you guys manage to get through these rapids and you go over another one of these acid falls. But as you're doing it, something strange happens. You're going down this waterfall. You look down and ahead of you, you see the waterfall and the ground surrounding it changes directions. You're going down. It suddenly takes a turn and goes like up and out. What? So as you go through <laughs> this waterfall, acid fall, as you go through what? this acid fall, you guys have this moment where you feel the gravity shift on you. This place oh. is non-Euclidean. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have 5e. I'm going to have you give me an athletics check, but I'm also going to let you apply the plus five of your boots to it because right. there's Ooh. some metallic in this stone. Hotness. So you're going like to hang it. on to this thing as best you can. Man, I can't do that bad. I will say, Scriff, you can assist, but Pawns, you're hanging on up top. You can't. Yeah. All right, I'm going to wait for Scriff to roll assist first. I don't assist. Okay, Ooh. well, let's see how this shakes out. Ayo, wait. 36. Whoa! <laughs> oh. Okay, so as you're going down this thing and it, f like, spins you around and the gravity changes, you do a kickflip with this thing. Spin it around, land on it again as it changes, and you manage to maneuver it around, and boom, you guys land in perfect position. Inner 5 e has missed his true calling as, like, a surfer, I think. <laughs> Between the way that we so. got into this thing by using, like, the coral skates and then this, I feel like he could ride some serious waves. Absolutely. Like, you guys need to, in this system, start up extreme sports. Yep. That's so that's what season three is gonna be about. Yep, Got it. Extreme absolutely. acid surfing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yes. create this whole thing like a fairground. Charge admission <laughs> will make a fortune. Yes. That'll be good. We'll claim claim the diamond to ourselves first though. It's just us going around the galaxy taping our own version of MSC. <laughs> <laughs> Sinkers and floaters in an acid oh, pool. No. I loved that show. It was so I funny. really did too. Okay, it is time for the next disaster dice. Oh my goodness, We're there's more. We're still going, boys. Oh. How many of these are left? Scriff, what is the fate of our crew? Um, it's not great. Um, <laughs> it's a 27. Okay. Well, we've already handled some of the ones around this, so there's only one direction to go with this. Okay, moving forward, after you guys did this weird change of gravity, you head into a skinny cavern. And once again, the platforms are starting to like grind the sides. Even as small as it is, you guys are kind of bumping against it. It's tiny, you all have to squeeze in. And as you move through this, you're seeing jets of air blasting like stones and detritus and like a thousand things through all of these openings. Oh, I've got detritus all over me. They're pelting off you and your armor. <laughs> and here's what's going to happen. This is going to be two separate attacks. 
that is going to target everyone because it's just Okay, so this I'm just going to do two rolls and if it hits you it hits you, okay? Do I get to take any action for having more initiative than the oh, yeah, uh, let event? Me, let me check. Yes, Because absolutely. if I see this coming, I'm doing total defense. Very fair. Very fair. Yeah, and let me, let me roll one. the initiative for this. Okay. I, th- I thought it was using our, our existing initiative roll that we did for the... Yeah, it's... You guys are using the same. The events are changing. Ah. Okay. Well, mine was pretty good. Yours yeah. was pretty solid. And that was a two. Oh, we're all going. <gasps> Finally, nice. Okay, well, we did something. So I'm I'm gonna do the total defense action. So, okay. Uh, increase my AC, and then I'm gonna use my reaction to uh-huh. give pawns an extra plus two AC with my Ooh. bodyguard feat that I just oh, got at level five. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh my gosh, that's All awesome. Right. That might be very helpful. Okay. So, the first one that's going to pummel into you guys is probably going to hit everybody with a 13. No. Uh, against a uh, kinetic armor class? Because <laughs> <laughs> my kinetic correct. armor class is higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> So the first one, 13, obviously not going to hit anybody. However, next one might be a little different. This one is a 26 to hit. Oh, oh. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. Don't matter what armor class you're aiming for, that's going to hit me. Rolled high. Um, Never mind. I don't have any spells. Okay. Oof. Rolled pretty good on that one. That is 10 piercing damage. It just nails you guys as you move through this tunnel. Oh, okay. Not looking so good that time. I don't like spikes being in my brain. How much did we take? Took 10. Oh, I'm into Ooh, hit points. Yeah. yeah, how are you looking? I'm at 14 hit points. Okay. I'm not quite into hit points yet, but uh, it's not looking great. Okay, guys. I'm still alive. Let's go ahead and get another disaster roll. Believe that's 5e this time. Get down oh. now. Go ahead. Get down. Disaster number 49. The platform hits a bank and ramps over it and lands hard in the acid. But if you guys beat the initiative, you have a chance to jump as this happens over the wave of acid that splashes. Oh my God. And you have to, with your initiative, have beaten a one. Oh, okay. <gasps> Yay. Just barely. <laughs> okay, so you guys can go ahead and give me an athletics check to jump over this wave and avoid the acid entirely. Oh, balls. Uh-oh. Natural one for a 14. Ooh. I got an 18. I got a two for a two. Uh-oh. Okay. So, fortunately, this isn't combat exactly. So, the nat one's not going to be like, you know, you fall in the acid and die. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But you are definitely going to fail this one, as is Pawn's Scriff. I'll just go through the acid and die. That's all. 
Good job, Scriff. Thank you. I try. No problem there. Scriff, you jump over the acid. Pawns 5e, you go to jump. Pawns little legs, he can barely get off the ground. And 5e, your boot sticks a little longer than oh. you want it to. And you just kind of fall over. And Forgot to disengage in time. <laughs> rushes over you. As you guys get hit for 11 acid damage. Yeah, that hurts. I'm just like boogie board, dive under the wave. Do I take none? You take none because you jumped over it. All right. All right, this is bad. Yeah, things aren't looking good right now. Yeah. Is that the last one? And that's how we all got eaten by a horrible gargantuan sea monster. The end. (laughs) The end. I mean, uh... Pawns, I know it's not ideal, but if you're really low, you could just let the raft go and just go just, slower than everyone. Just fly the rest of the <laughs> we'll way. Try and fly just your like, way out. Bye, the guys. Raft good luck. Five feet wide. If he lets uh-huh. go, there's nothing to grab again. I'm just he doesn't fly. need to grab anything. He can fly. Yes, but there's though. acid literally following behind you. Uh, oh, it's oh. it's. That's the boulder, is the acid. That's the boulder. Okay, I thought we were just running down, like, a river of acid. No, there's literally been a wave going down this river. We're riding the acid wave. Oh, my God. You should know by now, Jeff, that it's so much worse than that. Riding that that acid wave. so much worse than that. I'm tripping on acid. (laughs) I'm tripping on acid. Okay. I'm going to need another disaster roll, but here's the thing. Depending on how this one rolls, this might be the last thing that happens. So it won't be the last thing that happens with our luck. <laughs> uh-huh. Do we have, by the way, do we have any popsicles? I do. Yes. Okay. You guys have two in your inventory. <laughs> Just saying, depending on how low we are, it might be worth using one for this last roll to get out of here. All right. Yeah. Let's, talk, let's see how it goes. See how it goes. All right. Nine, 90. Ooh. That's a good Ooh. roll. That's a good roll. Is it, though? We don't know. That's... <laughs> it's a high roll. I'll say that. Yes. Okay. The platform forges forward. <laughs> this wave pushing you guys. Ahead, you see at least six different streams converging to create this wide, rapid river. For just a moment, everything seems peaceful. Uh Go ahead, give me a perception check. Hey guys, I don't think it's peaceful. It is nice, it's just a smooth river. I have a 22 to perceive peace. (laughs) (laughs) 21. 24. What's the quantity of peace that I perceive? (laughs) It's the strength of the peace aura. (laughs) Like, you guys all just kind of take a moment to do a quiet meditation as you look around. You feel inner peace. Outer peace, however, completely different. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. You start, all of you start to hear this slowly rising noise coming from ahead of you. It begins to turn into this dull roar, growing ever louder. Then you see it. All of this acid from these different tunnels has converged into one mega waterfall. 
Oh no. That is big enough oh, no. to drop the second hand ship sideways over this thing and have room to spare. Yikes. As you guys get closer to it, you can see that it drops off into this silo-looking room that extends above and below with sides of this gleaming metal. The platform starts closing up on this thing, picking up speed as you get closer, as more of this acid is shoving you guys along. As the platform forges ever closer to the edge of this corrosive abyss, picking up speed as it goes from all the other acid streams coming together, you see on the other side of this precipice a platform-looking thing jutting out. There's a few of them up, but you only see one that is reasonably in front of you. It looks kind of like the front of an anvil in its shape. The platform you're on begins to tilt then starts to dive as it begins its final plunge. What do you do? Three. We two, have to jump for it now. One. Jump. Fly away from here. <laughs> on the arms of a brangels, you fly away. No, that was last uh, episode. I know, All right. but it supplies. I'm gonna do something crazy. Ooh. I'm okay. gonna grab. I'm gonna grab Ponce's hand, and I'm gonna grab Scriff's hand. And I'm just going to pull them with me, and we're going to jump this thing. Okay. With the power of friendship. With the power of friendship. um, I'm going to say that you guys can assist with this. Pawns, you, like, try to fly, and then 5e grabs you, and you're like, what? (laughs) So you're, like, (laughs) you're pulling up a little bit. Scriff, you jump off at the same time. Who assists? I got a 10. So That's I good just enough. barely you just assist. barely assist. How I much assist you as well. Yeah, Ooh, 15. All right. Plus four to whatever you rolled. Awesome. Ooh, yeah. 27, baby. Oh, yes. Nice. Okay. Oh, yes. You guys start tipping forward and you leap at the last second as Fivey grabs onto you. He drags you along. He's bigger than you guys, so you're going no matter what. Fly forward, land, everybody does an action roll as you hit the ground, <laughs> and you are Wait. safe. Actually, I want to editorialize that, because okay. what I want to yeah. do is pull them close to my chest and uh-huh. tuck and roll into a ball Ooh. so that I'm protecting them when we land. Ooh. And then I'll just, uh, I'll just like unfurl, set them aside, and then stand upright from ball formation. You give them the best hug that they've ever had. <laughs> You pull them in close, roll off, and boom, land, stand up. Problem solved. (laughs) 5e, making it look easy. Oh, my gosh. You guys have a moment to breathe as you land here and start to take stock. Scriff's heart is beating. You can hear it through the armor. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like... Clink, 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 clink <laughs> as it hits your armor. <laughs> oh, how Where? did we make that? Oh, oh, I thought we were going to die. It is a simple application of physics. <laughs> that doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> oh, right. I need a break. Yes, let's 
take a moment to reassess. You will most likely need to respire for a bit. I have no such limitations, of course. Is this a safe place to take another 10? Go ahead, give me perception roll. Uh, that is a... I was going to do that anyway. 28. Only a 13. 13, 28. Pawns, did you feel like looking around, or are you just face down like, no? no. Uh, I think I'm still wrapped up into a little ball and realizing that <laughs> I could probably have just kept rolling if I kept my you know, brain in a ball shape. <laughs> this is true. No, You're I'll like wait. one of those little foam balls that when you squish it, it takes a little while to come back to full shape. Yeah. So, Fivey just squished it, you down. He's memory foam. Get it? Because <laughs> he's suffering. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll, I'll let Fivey take the perception lead. You have a popsicle right now. I do not have any you popsicles. Get a popsicle. Yes! Wow. Wow. That was yeah. pretty free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing joke. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm just glad we didn't have to use one. Yeah, you guys managed to roll fairly well overall. Like, you got hit by a lot of stuff, but that was going to happen anyways. But you guys managed to, when it counted, you made it work. So, good job. Oh, and I still have that, like, psychic stone in my inventory, right? Yes, you do. Uh, it's not technically in your inventory. No, I put it there yet. But that's okay. I will someday, soon. TM. As you take a breath, if you do that kind of thing, you finally have a moment of peace to look all around you. Down below is a boiling cauldron of acid. You can tell that it's starting to rise because it seems to be the outlet that all of these different avenues are pouring into. The walls around you have this mirror sheen to them, and you don't see any other tunnels or gaps in this place. This, this appears to be the end of the line. As you parse the room, the light level starts to increase, and you look up, and above you, around a hundred odd feet up, the stone and steel shifts open with a quiet rumble to reveal a brilliant blue sky. Really? Is, is oh. this mouth? Can we life science to figure out what we're did it surface? Are we even still in an organism? I'm so confused. <laughs> 13? <laughs> this thing is whack. What is going on here? <laughs> Magnets. How do they work? It's... Is that the sky or what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, with a 13, th this thing makes no sense. This giant space creature. So in, maybe it's not a ring? Maybe it's like a giant sea snake and some of it is actually <laughs> on land. Well, it could have moved while we were in it, That's I true suppose. Too. I just yeah. didn't yeah. think about that happening. But I wouldn't expect this it to go time. on land or at least to surface. Maybe it's like a whale. All right. More importantly, how do we clear that last hundred feet to get out of this thing? Jetpacks. Better than trebuchets. <laughs> yeah. If you have oh. jetpacks, I mean. Hold on. Let me retake that. Trebuchets. <laughs> um, we've had this talk. <laughs> what? Trebuchets. You it can do it. Like trying to figure out. Okay, 
we, there's our way out. I see it. It's up there. What do we do about it? You hear on your comm unit, static starts to Something's coming through on that. And you hear through heavy static. Finally got a lock on you. It's a shaky lock, but there's no time. Find a way to get clear. We're coming in for a catch and go. Whose voice is that? Isbin. Isbin yeah. okay. Espa. It's Excellent. really hard to hear through it as the static comes up halfway through what she's talking. And you see the, the stones up above close and then open a bit. And like you try to respond, but it doesn't seem like your comm unit is strong enough to keep dealing with this interference. But you got the message and you seem to be in range of Isbin Espa and the ship. Okay. Pawns, fly up there and get a, a signal. Yeah. Um, oh, Scriff, he... <laughs> Hold my arms out to the side and ascend. You're really like playing Superman. into this brain jewel. <laughs> so, so Pawns can fly out and then Scriff can just grab onto me and I can climb up with the mag boots because there should be enough oh, metal in here to yes. just scale yeah, it. Just go. like walk sideways oh, up my the goodness. wall. Yes. Heck yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, Pawns, you just start flying up. And Scriff, you grab onto 5e. 5e, go ahead, give me athletics check, and you absolutely get that plus five for the mag boots. This this is basically solid steel all around yeah. you. 31, baby. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Rolls today, man. Wow. You guys are killing it. Better than it killing us. Pawns, you fly up and wait until this thing opens again, and you go up, out, of this creature, you look down and there seems to be only a small island size worth of stone that's sticking out of this ocean. And you kind of gather that it's still sitting there, but it's tall enough that it actually gets above the water just a little bit. Now, okay. with 5e and Scriff, I imagine it's one of the like those Batman moments where they record it. Just someone walking across the like a building laying down flat and then <laughs> the camera is tilted completely. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you're just walking sideways up the wall. Yeah. Scriff is just kind of dangling. Like, Can celebrities <laughs> come out and make puns every 15 feet as well? That would oh, be good. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Holy acid reflex, 5e. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, you're just power walking your way up this thing. Clank, 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 clank. You can see behind you that this acid is following you as you move. It is starting to take over. It starts to bubble and broil, you see steam shooting up out of it. But because of that really good athletics check, you guys power walk your way up this wall to get to the top. As you come up and over into the fresh air, you see down below you, this acid begins to push its way up and it erupt. You grab pawns out of the air, scriff, and you drag them and dive into the water as an acid spray shoots out 
of this hole that you guys were just in, flying hundred feet in the air, flying everywhere. As it dies down, you guys pop your heads out of the water and this pressured acid comes down and on the other side, you see a glint in the horizon, the second hand. And we'll see you next time. Yes! We made it! From the beast. No more acid. No more reflex rolls. (laughs) (laughs) When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated, all rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins. <laughs>